0: John Lester, what else is there to say? Thank you. See you in Cooperstown? Locked on Cubs Wednesday edition coming at you. You are locked on Cubs. Your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. You are listening to Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Locked On family. I'm Andrew Bellison. Welcome in. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for making Locked On Cubs your first listen each and every morning. We appreciate it. Free and available wherever you download your favorite podcast. So please check us out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Locked On family, for making this show what it is. I'm happy to be along for the ride. I'm just trying to pilot the ship, doing things that I hope you enjoy. This has been so much fun for me, and I love spending every morning with you. Please engage with us on Twitter. I know I'm a broken record, man. I say it every day. At Chicago Cubs PA, at Locked On Cubs on Twitter. Let me know your thoughts, what you like, what you don't like. Please, it's fun to talk baseball, talk Cubs, talk NL Central, with you guys, get with us on Twitter at Chicago Cubs PA at Locked On Cubs. Best Wrigleyville brunch, dinner, cocktail spots, pregame, postgame. Our list is going to roll on today. We also continue our look at the top 10 Cubs prospects in the entire organization uh, heading into 2022. Great job by Jed and Carter Hawkins in those deadline deals last summer. They stung at the time, but the plethora of talent that came back for those guys, those core guys is really awesome. And we're gonna start reaping those benefits here in the near future. But first, this Wednesday edition of Locked On Cubs dedicated to Johnny Lesta. John, thank you. Happy retirement. John hangs it up after a brilliant major league career in which he amassed 200 wins, was an absolute horse and a gamer what what can you say i mean you came here in 2015 and literally morphed the culture of losing you can't overstate this enough i mean there's a you as a general manager in a team you have the ability to put talent on the field But there are always those intangible measures for a player that go beyond what you can actually accomplish on the playing field. And we talk about this at length. The leadership that John brought here from day one single-handedly changed how this team approached their business day in and day out. And he is largely responsible for changing the culture of this organization that eventually led to a World Series championship the following year the numbers are the numbers i mean they speak for themselves and and again you can you can look at just the numbers but it goes a lot deeper than that in terms of what he did for his career though to the naked eye here's here's what here's what he did uh in 16 years 200 wins Against only 117 losses, that's a 6.31 win percentage, 3.66 career earned run average, started 452 games, um, threw 2,700 plus innings, had over 2,400 strikeouts, um, walked only 892. I mean, the numbers go on and on and on. It's it's a it's a thing that. You know, you could discuss at length. We know how good he was, the guy was an all star. One, two, three, four, five times finished second in the Cy Young Award voting in 2016 in that World Series year. Let me refresh your memory. I don't know if you remember how good he was. I know we know what he did in the playoffs, so we'll touch on that shortly. But he was 19 and five with a 244 ERA for the Cubs in 2016. I mean, it's ridiculous. I remember when the Cubs were recruiting him uh, after the 2014 season we, they asked me to do a voiceover for kind of like a promo hype video that they were pitching to him. So it was going to be selling John Lester on the Chicago Cubs. And basically we introduced him as if he were coming into a game and they kind of piped that in as if it was an actual game setting, kind of fun. So I like to think I had something to do with big John deciding to come to Chicago. I'm kidding. Of course I had nothing to do with it, but it was fun to be part of that hype video. I do. Want to say thank you uh, for this, and I've said this before. If you're on, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, which you can do, you can see this. If not, I'm holding up my World Series ring, and this is this was gifted to me by the Cubs after they won in 2016. Um, no, I don't deserve it. No, I didn't do anything for it. I was just along for the ride, and I've said that all along. But I've thanked as many players as I can. In the last five years for this, because this is really the coolest piece of memorabilia I have. And so I'll do it again to John Lester. John, thank you for this, because you are a huge, huge reason why someone like me gets to enjoy this piece of jewelry and share it with so many other people. Because, again, I was just along for the ride. I don't even deserve this. But thank you for making that season and more so special for all of us Cubs fans uh, you literally changed the the sports dynamic in this, in this entire city. I have a challenge for every Cub fan and locked on Cub fan out there. It's a challenge that I gave myself as well. I want you to relish in John's wonderful career and think back about w- w- uh, what he did for this organization. If you're a true fan of the game and you're a true Cubs fan and you're a true fan of baseball, and I know you guys all are, What John did throughout the course of his career, not only here, but in Boston as well, is remarkable. We should all toast to John tonight and tip our cap, which I'll do both, again, for a career and a job well done. John, thank you, sir. Now, taking the time to enjoy what he did only lasts this long, the way the world works now, the immediate conversation that starts up is, is he a Hall of Famer? is John Cooperstown worthy? It's really not fair to debate this. We should just be enjoying the body of work that he gave us and the, the career that he had, because again, it was sensational. But it's hard not to look at the numbers and say, hey, are we going to see John Lester in Cooperstown in the next five to 10 years? What's Lester's resume like in terms of Hall of Fame credentials? Well, like I said, he was a five-time All-Star. He finished top 5 in the Cy Young Award voting 3 times including that runner-up finish in 2016. Also threw a no-hitter with the Red Sox in 2008. A lot of people forget about that. That was his lone no-hitter in the major leagues. How about the advanced metrics? 44 and a half wins above replacement or WAR, which is what he had for his career, would rank near the bottom of current Hall of Famers already enshrined in Cooperstown. And according to J Jaff's Jaws stats, he's a super advanced sabermetrician who dabbles with statistics and numbers that go far beyond what I can reach and wrap my head around, which specifically aims to quantify Hall of Fame worthiness, this Jaws stat. Lester's score is 39 and a half, which comes in below some other contemporaries such as Cliff Lee, Jamie Moyer, and Carlos Umbrano, but is noticeably higher than recent Hall of Fame inductee Jack Morris. So that's interesting. So Hall of Fame worthiness statistic, the Jaws stat, is fairly low but higher than Jack Morris, who was recently enshrined in Cooperstown. John Lester's Hall of Fame candidacy will hinge heavily on his performance in the postseason. It was sensational and I'm not just talking about the work he did here with the Cubs in Chicago but his body of work in the playoffs with the Boston Red Sox as well he won the deciding game for the 2007 World Series for the Red Sox he went four and one with a 156 ERA during Boston's 2013 World Series run and was three and one with a 202 ERA during the Cubs 2016 historic World Series run here in Chicago to break the 108-year curse. Let me read that again. Four and one with a 156 playoff in 2007, World Series champion. Three and one with a 202 ERA in 2016 for the Chicago Cubs, World Series champion. And won the deciding game four of the 2007 World Series for the Red Sox as well. World Series champion thrice for John Lester. It's hard to argue what he did in the playoffs. I mean, that is the definition of a horse, an ace, an anchor. Overall, appeared in 26 playoff games, 22 starts, 154 postseason innings total in his career, 251 ERA, 133 strikeouts in the postseason, all rank among the top 10 in baseball history Top 10 in baseball history. One other thing John has going for him for, in terms of Hall of Fame candidacy is durability. And I feel like this is such an underrated thing nowadays with the arm injuries that we see at all levels. Since his first full year as a full-time starter in 2008, Lester has never... Missed extended time due to injury. Never. And this is insane. He's made 30 or more starts in all 12 years that was possible until this year when he'll finish with 28. I mean, how underrated is that nowadays? Outside of this 2021 campaign, which still made 28 starts at an advanced stage, the durability is really, really hard to argue with. Bottom line for this, fringe guy for Cooperstown, maybe. Does it really matter? Probably not. As Cubs fans, Red Sox Nation will agree, you're already in our Hall of Fame forever. And John's probably not even bothered by the Cooperstown talk. I'm guessing, and I don't know John Lester, I'm guessing he doesn't care one darn bit. Would it be an honor? Of course. But what he did on the field with his teammates, Is probably what matters most to him. But at some point, for John's sake, I do hope he gets the nod because I do think that the lefty deserves it. We'll take a further look at the Cubs' top 10 prospects in the entire organization heading into 2022 coming up here shortly. But before we do, it's the new year. So that means resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit and eating healthier, then you have to include Bilt Bar in your plan built bar makes it easy to stick to all of your resolutions because they just taste so good most built bars contain just 130 calories four grams of sugar four grams of net carbs and 17 grams of protein compare that to a junky sugary candy bar with 240 calories on average 30 grams of sugar that's like three days worth and dozens of net carbs even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can clean up your diet and Built Bar incorporating in that is an easy way to do it. It's good for you and it tastes great. There are so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel. The list goes on and on. Do me a favor. Check out Built Bar today. Let me know what you think. Go to built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. More Locked On Cubs coming at you. Good morning again. Happy Wednesday to you and yours. Welcome in to Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. We've turned the calendar. We're still locked out. Unfortunately, we updated some of those... uh, Goings on with the lockout yesterday, not much to report, although there was discussion last week, so that's good news. want to thank you for taking the time on your way to work, at home, going to school, in the car, on the train, for making Lockdown Cubs your first listen each and every morning. I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate every single one of you. You are what makes this Lockdown Cubs podcast go. please engage with us on social media at Chicago Cubs PA on Twitter at locked on Cubs on Twitter for the show want to engage with you talk with you let's talk baseball as we hopefully head towards some resolution with this lockout uh we spoke at length about this list of Cubs prospects last week and the influx of good young talent there was a time you know after Theo and Jed kind of sent away some of the farm to bring in some major league ready talent during those playoff years that things were a little depleted down on the farm. Really not the case now. Uh, This really flew under the radar last year, I feel like. Jed did such a phenomenal job at restocking talent at the minor league level. You know, we were all ticked off at giving the core away. You know, hobby's gone. KB's gone, Rizzo's gone, and the prospects that came back now are suddenly a huge topic of conversation here a year later because the talent pool there is insane. We've talked about the guys that it came back from the Giants and the Mets for the Bias deal and the Yankees with the Rizzo deal. Cubs fans can now start to enjoy these young guns as we're going to start seeing them crop up towards the majors in the next few years and reap the benefits of of the fire sale from last year. So while it stung, suddenly now you feel really good about where you're at. How about the number three overall prospect as ranked by baseball prospectus in the entire Cubs organization, Reginald Preciado? He came over going back a couple years now from the Padres in the U Darvish deal. So you're continuing now to reap the benefits of trades that perturbed us at the time. Didn't want to see Darvish go, but Preciado, the third ranked prospect by baseball prospectus and the entire organization came over from the Padres. He's a switch hitter. Swing works well from both sides of the plate. Here's the report. And there's plenty of bat speed and barrel feel to let him tap into whatever raw power comes in his 20s. There there may not be elite offensive upside, according to Baseball Perspective, but Preciado has a good chance to end up with plus hit and power tools while sticking on the left side of the infield, although it's unlikely to be a shortstop, and it's not impossible he grows off the dirt entirely. Check out these rookie numbers from 2021 Mesa Cubs rookie ball. Hit 333 with a 383 on base percent percentage, three long balls, 25 knocked in. This is all in just 150-some plate appearances, so very, very impressive. Major League estimated time of arrival for a guy like this, 2025. So still a ways away, but that gives us plenty of time to enjoy him as he makes his way up the ranks in the Cubs minor league system. How about the number two overall pick? Another guy pilfered in one of those deals that ticked us off. He also came from the Padres for the Darv- for you Darvish a couple years ago. How about Owen Casey is currently ranked the second best prospect in the entire Cubs organization. Here's a report on Casey from baseball perspective. Uh, Canadian prep with a sweet power hitting swing from the left side. Let me say that again because I know that's going to get you excited. A prep with a sweet. Power hitting swing from the left side. Casey hits the ball so hard, they say. He's got enough bat speed to handle plus velocity from pitchers with really good arms, but there's enough length and lift that swing and miss will be a long-term issue with the profile. Again, these guys are young. Changes will be made with approach. You got a brief preview of that as he struggled with stuff moving down and out of the zone after a promotion to full season ball in 2021. That's when he hopped up to Myrtle Beach from rookie ball last year. However, given the contact profile that Casey has, if he cleans up his swing decisions with more reps, which he undoubtedly will, and he has a semblance of an approach, at least at present, he should run batting averages close enough to 250, 260 to make the power play in games. It's impact, power, potential, but it will need to get there as he's already playing mostly left field. It can be a bit awkward out there. Again, another Padres draft pick came over for you, Darvish. MLB ETA for him, 2025. Like I said, his numbers last year after his promo to Myrtle Beach in A-ball, not as good. Rookie ball, different story. Knocked the cover off at 349, 478 on base percentage. Six long balls, had 20-plus ribbies, and this is all in a very limited sample size. You're talking about 20 games. So he really, really hit the cover off the ball. Very excited to see these two guys who came over from the Padres uh, materialize into major league players. It's so fun to keep tabs on them. And, again, these moves that made us mad because we saw core guys leaving. Now we get to reap the benefits as Cubs fans and watch these young guns mature. So really, really cool stuff. Great Wrigleyville establishments in and around the ballpark. I know you've got your favorites. I've got mine. We've been sharing a couple of them, pregame, postgame spots the last few days. We're going to keep hitting that list here coming up. BetOnline wants to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Locked on. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Again, get your 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit. Use code LOCKDOWN. Bet online where the game starts. Our favorite Wrigleyville haunts coming up. This is Locked On Cubs. Welcome back in, everybody. Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. It is so good to be with you. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a great week so far. We we looked at the great career of John Lester today. We continued our list of the Cubs' top 10 prospects as ranked by Baseball Prospectus. Tomorrow, we meet the top prospect in all of the entire Cubs organization. As we round out today's show, we continue our tour of the best eateries in the Wrigleyville area, I know you've got yours. Share some of us. Share with some of us on Twitter at Chicago Cubs PA at Lockdown Cubs. Where do you go before a game? How about after a ball game? I got a couple good spots for you. Have you been to the Lucky Door, just 20 feet from the friendly confines? It's a really cozy bar and patio, and they take a unique approach when it comes to tap list curation, focusing not on mass appeal or beer nerd pro- proclivities but on one-of-a-kind, really special brews, um, really created just for Lucky Door patrons. They have some partner breweries they work with from uh, Noon Whistle, Maplewood, Low Res, De Cruz Blanca, Right beside Cider. I don't know if you're fans of any of those, but really great smattering and tastings of different brews. And Indiana celebrated 18th Street, plus a host of German-inspired snacks like Bavarian pretzels, hot dogs, beer cheese. I told you I'm a sucker. For big, mushy pretzels with cheese dip and mustard, have to try the one at Lucky Door. It is a great sidekick to a great beer option that they have. You're literally inside the ballpark, more or less. It is so convenient. Check it out before or after a game. I know you'll like it, but make sure you get the pretzel. How about Low Country? Have you been to this place? It's a seafood boil joint, my kind of place. Get your hands dirty. cracking open some lobster at this Wrigleyville location. It's a laid-back, southern-inspired hangout. You can have a great cocktail. They have several types of highballs and summery drinks like sweet tea and rum punch. But Low Country Slings, an excellent assortment of authentic seafood staples served boil-in-a-bag style. So this is kind of fun. It's, it's BYOB. Build your own bag. That is you pick your seafood protein, you lobster, your crawfish, your shrimp, et cetera, et cetera. You pick your sauce, you pick your spice level. They put it all in the bag, steam it and boil it and then serve it piping hot to your table, dump it out and you dig right in. I mean, it is a great community gathering, great place with friends before or after a game. Check it out. Don't miss the desserts either. My oldest daughter would be very upset if I didn't mention this. Um. They have a couple guilty pleasures there after your seafood boil. How about deep fried Oreos and or Nutella stuffed beignets? You know what a beignet is? It's like those puffy donuts, New Orleans style. Yeah, well, these are stuffed with Nutella. Come on. Perfect cap to a 120 Friday afternoon game. Check it out. Low country. Our list continues tomorrow. So many great eateries. You could you could take the tour and really hit so many great spots that – uh that never ever get old. Tomorrow we meet our best and top-ranked Cubs prospect heading into 2022. Again, we thank you for making Lockdown Cubs your first listen of the day. We ask you to make your second listen of the day, Lockdown Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Wednesday edition of Lockdown Cubs in the book. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye, everybody.